The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on SEMSynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Today, our guest is from Bing, the new search engine, so you'll want to stick around and hear about any changes that comes to the Webmaster Center, uh, analytics, certainly, and anything else that has changed in the shift from Microsoft's Live over to Bing. Um, it was interesting, and SMX advanced a number of people that couldn't pronounce it correctly. Um, but right now, I thought we'd discuss our thoughts on the new engine. Bing went live June 1st, a uh, little bit ahead of its June 3rd schedule. I think they wanted to get advan- advanced comments before SMX advanced, which, quite frankly, in Seattle, it's right there, like 15 miles from their, uh, from a lot of their stuff. Um, traffic? How did... How do you think it did? Well, we've kind of been hearing contradictory things. The The very first reports that came out were, oh, wow, you know, Bing beat Yahoo in its first week. Wow, this is so cool. And then I guess it turned out that that wasn't really the case. Danny published uh, something on Search Engine Land on the 8th, I believe, that was clarifying all of that and looking at StatCounter and HitWise and all these other um, compete and things like that. Right. So basically, it just looks like it's about the same as live. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a slight jump because people were hearing about it, but I don't think that it's doing better than live yet. Yeah, in the UK though, things are a little different. I, you know, I it's hard to say whether they were having the same kinds of issues with their statistics, but it looks like there was quite a bit of interest in Bing, and that uh, once things leveled out, they were ahead of the UK Yahoo. But I don't know. So let's see, three times zero. We've <laughs> <laughs> well, got some traffic, you know, not a lot, but some traffic. <laughs> well, I think being again, I like the the look of it. It feels comfortable. Um, it is quite familiar with a lot of other things. It's one of the only engines that really has a lot of artwork in the header at that level, other than just the logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's kind of cool. But how about those results, huh? Uh, well, I don't know. I've done a, a little analysis, and of course, I care about search engine optimization. I did a, that was my first query. Once I got off those funny little boxes on the homepage, and uh, I found the top four results: uh, Wikipedia, then Google, 
which I thought was good for being. Uh, actually, the top four results for that were exactly the same as Google in exactly the same order, which sort of surprised me, followed by at least 20 more results that I have never seen before. Yeah, I I did, my first search was actually search engine optimization as well, but then my second search was my name, because you have to do your vanity search, right? And it was Twitter, uh, search engine guide, and a couple of other things that I recognized, and then like seven more results related to Twitter. It was just Twitter, my Twitter this, my Twitter that, this uses some Twitter API for this kind of thing, and I was just like wow, uh, is Microsoft buying Twitter? What is going on here? Because there were so many results that were linked back to that. And I don't even know. I, I, I can't quite figure out why that would be so prevalent, you know, because I don't know that it's back, backlinks necessarily. No, I wouldn't. I, I, there's other anomalies. I did a search for Bruce Clay of the vanity search mm-hmm. because I know how many results we have there were a lot more results than in Google then I did it in quotes which usually gives significantly fewer results because it's an exact match exactly the same count okay that's very so strange that is that didn't make sense to me at the time well and did you hear also about um, it looks like the results the title tags there's sometimes fudging with them so that it looks like it's more accurate to your query. I don't like dynamically you know, inserting the keywords? Um, I was over on Search Engine Journal, a post by uh, Joe Hall, and you know he searched for his name, and so the results would say Joe Hall, but it would really be a page of his business that had his name nowhere on the page. So And that he hadn't put his name in the title tag or anything? Mm-mm. That's a little special. Yeah. They're showing site links, just like Google. Yeah, I noticed that they already had those up and ready to go, and I was like, okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, because the thing that Microsoft has been most strong with in, when it comes to search is Ad Center. I mean, their PPC product is just so good at, you know, targeting and marketing and ROI. It's just, you know, cross-per-click is, is so good that it's really kind of sad that they don't have a great engine to pair it with so that they've got this great PPC technology and this great search technology. So... I'm just waiting for a merger for it to be Ask Bing. Uh, (laughs) I think by then we'd have a whole bunch of really interesting results and... uh, I have a really hard time not making a little bing noise every time somebody does. does it. Yes. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know. It's a compulsion. <laughs> so at least that's good. It, it entertains me. I'm sure it drives everyone else crazy. Well, I think if, if that's the case, we'll use it more often just to have some sound effects around the office. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's. Uh, my, I'll tell you, my very first reaction when I heard it was really going to be called bing is bing sounded to me sort of like a metal sound. And I pictured the transmission falling out of a car or something, you know, or throwing a, a push rod or, you know, bing, oops, yes, now we're in that, trouble. Exactly. <laughs> That's the noise I keep making. That's really <laughs> good. I don't know. I don't know how great the idea of, well, we could get the URL is, you know, on one hand, okay, great. It's a four, you know, four letter URL. Fantastic. That's been, that's, that's wonderful. Why are you branding on that? <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think a mobile phone tone that goes bing would be really good around Microsoft. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Imagine everybody in the company, if their phone rang, if it did that. Mm-hmm. No, but, yeah, my text message tone is bong. So it goes bong, <laughs> bing, bong. We good. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to take a break. Stick around. More on Bing straight from Microsoft is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash ontarget. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of surf, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Stefan Weitz, director of Microsoft's Engine Bing. Thanks for coming on the show, Stefan. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So today we've been talking about Bing, and it's a pleasure to have the director of this exciting new engine here on the show. Um, it's definitely been getting a lot of buzz. People um, always love to see a new engine in the arena, um, certainly in our industry anyway. But um, one of the cool things that's happened since Bing was first released is this white paper uh, called Bing, New Features Relevant to Webmasters. Um, and getting words straight from the engine on how uh, an SEO can positively affect their SEO efforts is always a, a great thing. So uh, can you tell me a little bit about the sections that, I mean, you're giving information away, right, like, to, that speaks directly to how does Bing affect my SEO efforts, and what do I need to do for SEO with Bing? 
That's right, yeah, and I'd, I'd encourage everyone to uh, uh, grab the paper off the Webmaster blog we have out there, which just generally I think people should get out there and check it out because it's, it's really, you know, with the release of the product, it's actually gotten uh, a lot more people, and we've got a lot more folks actually posting regularly to the the forum. So definitely get out there and take a look. But uh, on the paper in particular, uh, really what, what the paper was designed to do is, is go through a lot of just the, the, the changes in the engine. So as you can, you can scan through and quickly see kind of all the different, uh, you know, uh, things like categorized search and how we're changing captions and then how we're, how, what the crawler looks like. Uh, but really at the end of the day, uh, it's you know I'll, I'll get back to the standard kind of line around what SEOs should be doing right, which is great unduplicated content, properly formatted, etc., and, and let the engine actually handle the the, the, the display. And one of the things that you see in Bing is this notion of categorized search, the categorized results, and what that actually means is we actually we end up with more links on uh, a search page on a results page than we used to. So. Whereas in the past we had, say, 10 links, uh, now we have uh, up to 20 links, depending on the number of, of categories that we uh, determined for a particular query class. So what that means uh, for, you know, for SEOs is uh, creating content with very, very clear headings and with very, very clear uh, uh, kind of intents uh, will help us get your results into those categories of, of queries more effectively. But it also, I think, when you think about it, it also is uh, kind of incumbent now on the on the SEOs and the webmasters and whatnot to really think through on your content what are the intents of the users. Because if you look at what we're doing with a lot of these queries and a lot of the categorized queries, we're we're actually uh, breaking down the results into um, the most common refinements uh, within that query. And those refinements many times map to user intents. For example, if you look at uh, an artist or a musician or whatnot, uh, you'll actually see things like uh, refinements or things like lyrics or uh, tour dates or those types of things. So what we're finding is people are actually looking for an artist and looking for uh, her tour dates. So as an SEO, again, think about if you have a site that's specializing in, say, artists or music musicians or whatnot, you know, making sure that your content is, is structured in a way uh, and is clear uh, for the crawler to see that you may actually have great content on lyrics or on his or her excellent tour dates so that your results can organically bubble up inside those categories. It's kind of like um, pulling out the long tail a little bit, um, and, and that's, that's great for users who can directly have their... their queries um, refined and um, and you know we're used to seeing great technology like this from Microsoft and certainly um, the Microsoft engines have typically always performed well for advertisers but so what what's going to be the key that brings more searchers over to the engine <laughs> Yeah, we, we've always, you're absolutely right, we've always heard great things from advertisers saying the conversion rates are always great, um, and, and they really love the traffic that, that they get from uh, Microsoft Search product. Uh, with Bing, a few things, I think, are, are really going to uh, to happen. Uh, first off, of course, we're, we're it's a new brand, <laughs> and we're it's a clear brand. People will know that Bing is Search, whereas in the past, our branding was a little less than clear, I think, uh, especially with the kind of confusion we have with live 
search and live.com and Windows Live. And, and so now we've got a very, very clear brand. So folks will know now if they want to search using Microsoft technology, Bing is the answer. So we've done a huge ad push. Uh, you've seen a lot the, uh, on television. You've seen a lot of integration with you know some great shows like the Jon Stewart Show and Jimmy Fallon. And you'll continue to see those kind of uh, integrations into those shows where people are watching and are engaged. And then the last thing I'd say is uh, we've just done a lot of distribution deals over the past even year, uh, kind of getting ready for this this launch. So things like HP and Lenovo and Sun and all these different uh, companies uh, who are distributing either PCs or software on top of PCs, uh, getting Bing as the default engine in those products so folks have the opportunity to try it and really see that, oh, yeah, this is... This is a great engine that I, that I can use. So I think that's how we're going to get more tra- combination of this new great brand, some really aggressive and, and fun advertising, uh, and, and getting it in front of more people through distribution deals out there. Okay, definitely exciting. Uh, I love to see the uh, my commercials cut down from Bing uh, when I was watching <laughs> the Daily Show the other day. So that was exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what about the Webmaster Tools um, and Webmaster Center? Were the, were, is there going to be any changes uh, in terms of those uh, as Bing uh, matures? You know, I think I think you're talking to I think you're also going to talk to Nate here pretty soon, Nate Nate, uh, Nate Bugia, but uh, he has all probably more information than I do. But certainly, uh, you know, we just I think okay. on Friday announced um, support for large sitemaps. Uh, which is great up to 50,000 entities now, up from 1,000. So some additional things for webmasters mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we have. We also released, uh, or the, the company released the the SEO analyzer uh, at, out of the IIS group uh, recently, which is a great tool that will actually, you can point at your website, and it will tell you if you have some egregious you know, SEO violations, you're missing an H1 tag, or you haven't got all text, those types of things. Um, so that's, that was released last week as well. Uh, and so you'll see us continue to, to kind of listen to the webmasters, listen to the SEOs, listen to the developers, uh, and build products that they're asking for. Because uh, it, it's tempting, of course, just to kind of go crazy and, you know, <laughs> build everything. But uh, we really want to know what people really need out there, especially uh, as we kind of focus people on using search engines uh, more for these kind of decision-type uh, tasks. And I mean, you kind of you're, you're working towards redefining search a bit, you know, in terms of the the categories that you're offering and that kind of thing. Um, was that something that you were intending to do? Uh, were you intending on redefining search? You know, I I'm not sure actually. I mean, what I can tell you is that when we looked at what people were doing with search, it, it's almost like the people, you know, the customers, the users are almost redefining search uh, because mm-hmm. what we found is that. You know, so many people are still doing, if you, let me step back for a second. If you think about kind of the universe of queries out there, they kind of break down into those very traditional categories of navigational, which are kind of, I want to get to find a particular website. Uh, transactional, I want to go download or buy something. And informational, I want to go get some information on uh, today, let's see, Obama's health care plan, for example. So those are kind of the three classes of, categ- of queries. And they break down into almost a third, a third, a third, depending on how you, how you structure things. It, it's, there's a fairly consistent breakdown. So we see that navigational queries, the ones where people are still trying to find a website, are fairly quick. You know, they're, they're fairly in and out. It's a one or two query and you're, and you're out kind of session. 
Uh, and, and so that's, that's a, still a preponderance of the queries we see. The problem is, when you think about search engines today, or I guess search engines of yesterday, <laughs> before Bing, uh, uh, they, they, they kind of treated every query as navigational because they were all kind of structured around, uh, you know, you issue a, a keyword and we, and we pull back some kind of uh, what we think are the top URLs that respond to that keyword. What we're actually seeing is that when people are doing those transactional queries or those informational queries, it isn't a one-query-and-out type of situation. In many cases, they're engaged in these long sessions, and they're, they're engaged in multi-day sessions to try to find an answer. They're using these search engines to help uh, inform or make decisions, and that isn't well-served in an engine that uh, was really designed to uh, return back a particular URL based on a keyword. So really, are we, are we trying to refine or reform or redefine search? I'm, I'm not sure. I think what we're doing is responding to what people are doing with these engines. Uh, and, and as a result of that response, you know, we ended up with uh, uh, a, a different engine. I see. Well, I, I like the um, the fact that you know you're definitely going for what users are looking for, and um, and that transactional queries and informational queries, like you spoke about, are are really um, getting some more support. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm sure we've got lots more to look forward to with Bing. Um, and people can find out more by going to the Twitter account, which I, I've noticed is, you know, updating on lots of cool stories about, about the engine. And uh, certainly the blog, the forums, like you said, are, are getting much more traffic now. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Stefan. Yeah, you're very welcome. You can find me on Twitter. I, I'm the uh, carrot sw uh, on the Twitter account, so you can see my sarcasm uh, every day on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look forward to it. Uh, after All the right. break, we'll look at some industry headlines. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. 
They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. He's been out there with the code of ethics. Been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan here with Michael and Virginia, and today we've been talking about Bing, which is the big news last month when it launched. Uh, But there are other exciting headlines in the last couple of weeks, so we thought we'd take a look at the other happenings going on in search right now, including Searchology, which was a little bit before Bing, or right about the same time as Bing, and was Google pulling another rabbit out of their hat? Yeah, um, you know, and they announced Squared at that time, but now it's actually live in their labs. And uh, have you gotten a chance to look at it? I know you were excited. I, I did because I you know how I love spreadsheets. Right. Um, and I did. I tested it on birthstones because I thought that's a really easy search. You know, there are 12 of them. It will come up with 12 responses. Yeah. Um, didn't do such a great job. The, the result for Aquamarine, the description was something from IMDb about a teen <laughs> movie starring a mermaid. Oh, no. Um, it was pretty great, actually. I, I spent a lot of time on IMDb as a result, but it wasn't really the correct response of what an Aquamarine was. Interesting. So yeah. they've got a lot of refining to do there. I, didn't, I don't totally understand the use case for Google Squared. Like, I tried it, and... It didn't seem like it was going to be consistent enough and flexible enough on the unstructured data of the web to ever satisfy the use case that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really need to do a better job of figuring out where they're getting their information. Because, I mean, like I said, birthstones, really simple. You would think it would be one they would hard code it so simple. And it only gave me 10 responses. They were not correct. It didn't say diamond is the birthstone of April, it's the hardest stone, and its cleavage rate is this. I mean, it just didn't say it. Which is not good. Google Squared was kind of their response to the Wolfram Alpha. Right. So it's a half-hearted response to Wolfram Alpha. Although Wolfram Alpha isn't even that great, so I don't know. They don't need to (laughs) pull out all the big guns. They don't, but I mean, it was again one of those somebody launched something so they went oh yeah we've got this on the back burner toss it out there and I know they say oh we delayed the launch because of somebody's whatever child or baby being born or whatever Um, but the point is they constantly have stuff in development that they can pull out at any point and I think Google Squared was one of those it was oh we've got to have something to counter here we go yeah. How about Google Wave? That didn't seem like it was really, you know, in response to anything. It's a, a genuine product that they, they're working on. They're really excited yeah. about to come out later this year. And sure. they're getting starting the hype with developers, too. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to be completely uncharitable to Google. It's not like they're not working hard on this stuff. It's not like Google Squared might not have a solid application someday. They're not just keeping these things on the back burner so that they have stuff to toss out there. Sure. It seems like 
<laughs> but it's Google, and they do just throw stuff at the wall a lot. Right. They have a lot more failed products than they have successful <laughs> right. products. A lot more. And they're and they're willing to admit that. So it's it's sure. not. But and as long as they have the cash cow PPC, then they can do whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and and they are trying to innovate, and they are trying to improve, and they have a lot of very smart people working on this. But what is the point of Google Wave? Really? Uh, I know that's what I thought when I first read it. I was like, really? What? <laughs> Again, what's I mean, what the use it? case for this? <laughs> okay, what is it even like? I, I kind of know, but right, that's my problem. It's too abstract, and this is a problem when you get a bunch of really, really smart people like Google together. That they're what like Joel Spolsky um, calls abstraction astronauts. They like to think with their head in the clouds. They like to think of these really big, awesome, all-encompassing abstractions, which is what Google Wave is like. But, but you've got to have a really specific application that makes me say, wow, this is cool. I want to use this today. Yeah, I mean, what was the sentence that they, as they were sitting around the conference table throwing around ideas that somebody went, oh, you know what we need? We need X. And X is what Google Wave is. What was that sentence? Right, right exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, exactly. You know, all the things that I've seen, I'm still not sure... Mm-hmm. What it was, it's a communication device of some kind. Maybe it was just, we want to be more like Firefly, because we're all Joss Whedon fans. <laughs> and you know what? I would accept that. <laughs> One of the, um, the few uh, acceptable answers there. One of the few acceptable <laughs> answers to me on, on what is Google Wave, it's we want to be more like Joss Whedon. I'm all right with that. Okay, and I think we got time for one more big story coming out of SMX Advanced. Um, the nofollow uh, attribute is no longer a as effective for PageRank sculpting. Yeah, I, I mean, I I would love a proper transcript of exactly what was said because I mean, as great as the live blogging coverage is, and as great as the Twitter coverage is, you really don't get word for word what was coming out of Matt's mouth and and what he was trying to get across and what he was responding to, which is all kind of important when you're interpreting. Matt cutsisms because um, they're always quite vague. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that one thing that came across very, very clearly was build your website in a way that's not going to require going back in and retrofitting it. So build with good site architecture, build with good linking. You know, we always talk about siloing. That's what siloing is: is good site architecture, good linking, and if you're doing all of your if, if what you're concerned about is where is my page rank going, I think you're thinking about it backwards. So, and, and that's kind of where nofollow comes in is, oh, well, you know, oh, I don't want things to go there. So I go in and I snip off that little, you know, leak and I go in and I snip off that little leak and I go and, and going in to do it that way. It wouldn't be a problem if you weren't linking to those things in the first place. You have to think about it in the right way. You know, it's, it's putting the cart before the horse of where do I want my page rank to go? Well, where do you want your visitors to go? Yeah, even when you're starting from a top-down um, design of your site architecture, though, there, there are a number of different tools in your tool chest for managing your link structure. And you just have to be aware of the trade-offs of them and kind of the SEO's estimates of, of how valuable they are. And there's a certain amount of uncertainty in all these tools because Google's not going to come out straight out. And so you have to make estimates. And what they're saying is in the uncertain world of your tool chest, this one's gotten a little bit less value. So that's just something you have to keep in mind going forward. We're all out of time for this week's show. (laughs) 
Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. Send your internet marketing questions to semsynergy at bruceclay.com and come back next week for more industry insight and experts. For more info on this week's guest and topics, check out semsynergy.com. See you next week.